we're here. Episode, <laughs> season two, episode 88, no, season. It's still the first season, season, I think. I mean, it's still unless... the first season, episode 18. <laughs> How do you want to determine seasons? However you feel like it. Maybe 20 is a good number, or 24, or nine i don't know could be 18 18 is quite good 18 is quite good i think my other podcast we do it through the school year basically from september to june is a season uh that's quite good too because it's a teaching thing so it's possible you know we started before the before the back to school but we could go on until like may and then then call that a season i suppose perhaps yeah let's do that so we're here after a two-week break it's been a while since I've spoken to Willem. Yeah, it feels like tons of things have happened. It, it, loads of things have happened. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> um, although I'm intrigued by your t-shirt this week. It looks like an egg. Yeah, it's my my Sunday brunch t-shirt. Oh, it's an egg on... Writing bacon. Bacon. That's very good. It very is good, good, right? Yeah. And we're both wearing hoodies. Yeah, you're going to zip up this is my, I'm, yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's getting slightly colder in the apartment. Okay. As you were just pointing out, I think I might be just starting a cold. I was outside I, for a while yesterday. That's cool. Hopefully not. This is a Deftones hoodie. Very nice. I've got from when I went to see them. They're one of my favorite bands. But I am wearing the Rick and Morty mashup. Oh, cool. I had that? not seen this. Squanch Wars. And it's That's Star gorgeous. Wars. Very I thought cool. I wore it before. Have I not worn it before? Um, I didn't think so, but maybe. Oh, well, I'm I just think... wearing my warm burgundy um, Looks that like has like just stuff inside. It's Tommy Hilfiger. And I've got the Star Wars coffee mug that's just getting very worn and looks like it's got character now. Very nice. I mean, I still have my Little Prince one. That's just my one of my two regular ones. So the question... Like Calvin and Hobbes on the wall. Oh, yeah, the question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. But well, before we get to... Well, actually, in the process of answering the question, you'll notice that I'm going... I'm a star from November. I should post a link to that. Yeah. November's... Many yeah, I, didn't, I just well, shaved. I didn't... Done, I'm not doing November. I haven't done it in ages, actually. So this is my... You do seventh, it every year, seventh, don't you? I do it every year. It's the seventh year in a row, but I've done it. I think I've done it two or three years before that. So it's like eight or nine years I've done it. And the, it, you're going to see it every episode get longer. So I, don't, I will keep it and see how it goes. But the, we'll, I'll come back to that in the process of answering today's question. All right. So I went back to school this week. This week was the first week after half term. And the first week off, for my first week back after an extended absence, which will get explained this episode. So, and it, feel, it felt like a month this week. So on Friday, I was teaching a class, psychology class. And I told them about the podcast, the live stream Sunday, roughly 10 a.m., join us. They know about it. They've seen it on my YouTube channel. They think it's great. This was the, this was the guy who watched one episode when he was drunk and thought it was really good. So I said, I need some questions. I need some questions. And he goes, yeah, here's the question. So this is today's question. You ready? Okay. I'm as ready as I'll ever be, as usual. The question is, why are we here? <laughs> I, said, I said to him, is that really your question? He said, yeah, yeah, really. I'd love to hear it. Like, why are we here? 
I thought he was joking. I thought he was joking, but he wasn't. He was completely serious. Why are we here? So I thought, okay, that's good. That's a good way to start this Is it? question. <laughs> I think it is. So, Willem, why are we here? Well, we're here because we took an appointment to be here at this particular time <laughs> to have this conversation. <laughs> that's true. We are here on live on YouTube over Zoom because we said we would be here. This is going to accelerate my my thinking of my I, I I I've been meaning to write and think about why I don't think why is that great a question. Oh yeah, you do you do don't you? Yeah, because I read "Start with Why" by Simon Sinek. I quite like his videos. I use them before in assemblies, and you're like, you're like you don't like him, and you think why is the wrong question to start with. So as usual, I don't necessarily you think it's wrong. I think it's limiting. Right. So as usual, you are questioning the question. So the question we had this week is why are we here? And you're taking part of the question, which is... Well, I could, I could just start by answering, you know, this is just a matter of debate as to why and like, and you know, as usual, pulling it apart. What does it mean? The general why we're here, it could be anything from there's a meteorite that struck the earth and gave some, you know, life-giving atoms or some kind. Uh, or life got developed after the Bing Bang. You know, there's a bit of that going on too. Yeah. And uh, one species of primates took over the world. And here we are. <laughs> yep. Um, in short, I mean, that's, that's, one, that's one way to answer that particular question. Um, God snapped his fingers in me. Yeah, there's the, there's the, oh, the whole God camp. Yeah, sure. The whole God camp is, you know, he had seven days to get things started and um, and he made people in his image. He was like, there should be more people looking like me around here. I think something like that. I'm not entirely sure. That's why I'm we're not very then. strong on the religion side of things. I think I didn't go past, I didn't even finish Genesis. I must have read some Genesis in the Bible. So you didn't have the whole uh, indoctrination like I did. Oh, no, 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 not at all. I was brought up Catholic. If any indoctrination, mine was like, there's no God and religion's a sham. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, mine was the polar opposite. I learned how to pray. Oh, my father was raised uh, Protestant, so as a kid, but then he didn't give us, he didn't hand over any of that. And on my mom's family, just generally anti-clerical, anti-religion, anti-organized thinking, and uh, generally atheist or or certainly doubtful about any kind of greater power of that kind. Would you would you say you're an atheist? Yeah, I'm an atheist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it's interesting because that's something that I had. Um, I was not so willing to state out that I was an atheist because I thought, you know, it seemed like a strong position. Uh, but that said, believing in God is a strong position too, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it's just when I read um, the Richard Dawkins' The Selfish Gene, I think it was The Selfish Gene that I read, or it was another one. But I did read The Selfish Gene, but I can't remember which one I read that and I was like, yeah, I'm an atheist. Why was that so complicated to work out? The other know. book that he wrote that people really go on about is The, the God Delusion. It was The God Delusion. You're right. And then I read The Selfish Gene afterwards. 
It was the God delusion. Although and the I selfish have, gene was I, written I have, before, um, wasn't it? Huh? Pretty sure. I think the selfish gene was written before. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I read, I read the God, the God delusion. delusion. You're right. It was the God delusion I read. And then I was like, yeah, I'm an atheist. Why was that so complicated? Um, <laughs> uh, and I also have that I got last year uh, that I, maybe I should read that next. Uh, Christopher Hitchens, also kind of like famous uh, free thinker atheist uh, about, I can't remember what the name of the book is. I'm looking towards my shelves. Um, and then, of course, I've read some books by, by uh, Sam Harris, also another you know, known kind of, or even controversial to some extent, uh, free thinker and atheist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, no, I'm clear I'm an atheist. I don't think there is a God. Um, you know, if other people want to believe there is a God, cool. Yeah. Um, so what, why are we here? We're here because. Why are we here? Um, I don't know. I'm stuck with that question. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It feels like everything, I'm, every direction I could go in is just going to be a bunch of banalities. Um, yeah. And stuff well, that has me... been overdone and overtalked. That's part of the reason why I don't really like such a wide gener generic question. In the same way that it's difficult to create with a blank canvas. Um, I mean, there's a certain point you could argue any kind of creation does go from a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. um, but why are we here? <coughs> That's the, and I guess I'll talk some more and I'll, I'll try to riff. I'm, I'm not satisfied because I would have liked and I do, but this is going to help, I guess. I, I'm not sure this is going to be the most interesting one for the students or for anybody to watch, but you never know. Uh, but I guess I'll just use this to start thinking out loud about why I think why is not such a great question to begin with. Yep, do that. And, uh, then and I'll it is give a controversial you, I'll give you a perspective. It's a controversial perspective or position to say that. And I would definitely would have wanted to be clearer about why I say that. And it's not that I don't ever want to use it, just I did just now, right? Mm -hmm. um, so here's the first point. Why calls for an explanation? Mm -hmm. So why calls for a reason, <clears throat> uh, an effect to, to then dis determine a cause. Okay. Okay. So okay. why you're like, well, this thing, which is an effect. And then you're like, why this, that's the cause. And then there's a cascade of things. So that as long as you, you keep asking like a kid would like, why this, why this, why this, you go back to a, um, you're, you're forced to go to a, uh, well, I think you're forced. You're not necessarily forced, but where you, where I would go naturally, I think most people, <clears throat> is to a cascade of cause and effect that goes back to well, the Big Bang. If you want to go far enough, mm -hmm. you know, why are things the way they are? And look, start with why Simon Sinek. So one of the things I don't like about that kind of thing is well, and, and why altogether? And I'm going to mix things already. We're mixed yeah, that's already, right. but that's the point. <laughs> is that it forces you to go to the broadest possible definition, and then everybody has the same thing. So start with why, whether it's personal or business, and then you go fast enough to cause an effect, and you're like, so that everybody's happy, or some other definition of like the broadest possible meaning. And you're like, well, wait a minute, the why of every business or of every person can be that if you go broad enough, but if you go broad enough, does it have any significance? Is it useful in any kind of way? It's interesting. Uh, so in the same way that you go, okay, well, why are we walking on two feet? 
And you're like, well, because our ancestors uh, were living in the plains of Africa and, uh, and actually they, they worked out that, that they could run a certain way. And I can't remember what the reasons were, but yeah. some other reasons. Oh, yep. why is it that? The why is it that way? But well, because our, our primate ancestors lived in the trees and then dropped at a certain point. Oh, well, why did that happen? Well, actually, we branched off by a certain from a certain kind of primate at a certain point that uh, waxed off of that uh, branched off and you know from trees. And I'm not even doing this particularly well. I don't feel like I'm very <laughs> awake. But you get, I think you get the point. Yeah. that you can go far enough and you're yeah. like well why why is it this way you're like well because our ancestors at this particular point uh decided to grow lungs and walk out of the sea for some weird reason mm. Uh, mm. and then why would that and you just go back all the way to a singular a singular cell organism that developed we don't really know how maybe because of um, an asteroid maybe just because it just spontaneously appeared um i'm not even well, sure like what in, the theories uh, of that like in prometheus an alien landed and triggered a biogenetic reaction that started life. Yeah, so there you go. That's why we're here. Okay. Uh, but but wait a minute. Where does the asteroid come from? Oh, okay. Well, we'll let's go there. Uh, you know, it's just like the asteroid maybe picked it up from another planet, possibly millions of years before, wandered around the galaxy, perhaps. So point being you could it's just a cascade of things that you never get anywhere yeah or you do get places but if you really dig it's never satisfying okay. because you can think... always you can always look for another explanation or another reason to the why now it's not that it's as i said it's not that it's wrong and i think there are uh, circumstances where it's particularly appropriate to wonder why I think science is a great one uh, because it hones our curiosity and questions and you go and experiment and look for mm. reasons why such phenomena happens the way it does. Mm -hmm. But the premise of a scientific uh, theory and discovery is that it's only ever correct as for the length of time and the, the window of, of, um, of um, the, the, the kind of window you're looking at. If somebody else comes at it from another perspective or some new thought, new knowledge comes up and you realize, oh, well, actually, there was a wider perspective to this whole thing. So all the rules by which we lived, Newtonian physics, for example, gets turned on their head when they go into quantum physics. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's it's only it's only true within the certain frame of reference that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Um and truth I just brought in, that's another <laughs> difficult one. Uh, but I think why also calls for there should be one explanation that explains and should be satisfying. But I think life and the universe and everything, most, more often than not, and particularly when it's down to what's going on in our own thoughts, uh, interactions, we only have a limited view of our own, even our own decision-making process personally. Uh, mm -hmm. we have we have an even more limited perspective on everything else so i think we can easily drive ourselves a little bit cuckoo crazy trying to work out what the right why is and that's part of the reason i think that the circles of simon sinek and i haven't read the whole book i really should at some point um seem to be attractive when he talks about them in his talks and his ted talk ted talks but at the same time i'm like 
I don't think that is what is the most useful thing to put at the heart of a circle to consider something. Right. I don't think you start with why. I don't think why is not a use. I think actually, and by the way, that my answer to that one, uh, to, to his circles, is that you should start with who. Because who you are is both something that you inherit because you've developed mm -hmm. yourself to be in certain ways. And mm -hmm. if you're a business, you just get to decide that entirely. Uh, but that not entirely because you, a business is a mix of all the different people that make it. Uh, mm -hmm. The founders when they begin. So, but you can put a stake in the ground as to how, who you are, uh, why you behave the way you are, or why, why is your who, I don't think is as useful a question. Um, so if you are looking for, and that's the other thing is for the start with why type of questions, which is just, you're looking for purpose. That's the whole goal, right? I think. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for purpose, one thing is not better than another. Yeah. Uh, yeah. one type of purpose is not better than another. So it's a bit of a sham to make it look like a scientific process. Now, of course, most coaches and most people, including myself, like Simon Sinek, re rely on models to explain and make sense of the world. Yeah. But most of the models are um, fraught at best. They're just convenient ways to explain a complicated world where, and it's not a scientific world, it's a, it's a world of meaning and it's a world of subjection. It's a world of, yeah. uh, there's no objectivity into like, I, this is how I wanna talk about my business and this is my business's purpose or this is my personal purpose. Mm -hmm. It is to a certain degree, a mix of all the different things that make up who you are or who your business, what your, who your business is. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think there's more value into beginning with who, beginning with who you are, because you get to say a lot, then it is a creation. And then you can say what you're about, or you can also explain why you're doing the things that you're doing. But what's the point? There's a couple of things that I want to pick up on what you said. Yeah, please do, because I, I don't know. I don't question, know if it's making any kind of sense when I'm saying. No, it's, I, to me, it's making complete sense because what, one of the things I'm getting from what you're saying is that the the question why start or even like why are we here why ends up being unsatisfying. It ends up being I this so. overly pointless navel gazing that doesn't take you anywhere so it becomes inherently unsatisfying and, and can end up just becoming a whole point series of pointless things that where nothing gets created the thing i like about who and i never considered it until you said it is that it's made me think whenever i take an action or whenever i do something i'm making a declaration or i'm putting a stake in the ground of who i am in the world yeah. Every act, every every time I take an action, I am saying this is who I am, and there is like that. That I think that phrase has a lot of power. I am. Like I think that. so too, and it's it's interesting because also the more I meditate, and the more you meditate, the more you realize that the thoughts running through your head are are just <laughs> stuff that comes up. You like, and you realize they're meaningless. I mean, they're not meaningless. They are independent of you and that's that becomes the whole big question who am i that's a whole other pendant mm -hmm. that's a whole other ball game but the point being that you realize that the thoughts come and go they rise they disappear they rise they disappear of all kinds without with very little control over what the thought is 
Mm. And you're like, well, wait a minute, wondering why I'm having that thought or wondering why that thought is appearing doesn't seem to be a very um, useful, doesn't seem to be very useful time spent Mm. to wonder about that. Now, Mm. we all do. And I think it's part of being human to wonder why. It, it is it is human kids do it immediately they want to know how things work and why why such is such which is again in the realm of science it works that's that's what posits and what 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 and what the engine to a lot of scientific research is to wonder why something works the way it yeah. does yeah including philosophy where you could argue that it ends up in a lot of navel gazing but there's a lot of people that put out a lot of thinking and a lot of theorizing in different directions uh, and with why as an engine to to motor to 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 to, to uh, I'm having such a hard time mixing between French and English. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, to uh, anyway. But it sounds like you're make interested the whole thing in, go. <laughs> yeah, to make the whole thing get to keep it all going. But it sounds like you're interested in creating something and like making something real, and that why it doesn't really asking why we are here doesn't allow for that it just becomes circular like the who am i or who beginning with who allows for something real that's certainly what i'm getting from what you're saying it allows i don't know about real something action. real but it allows for something to be created whereas why you're going I mean. to look for an explanation somewhere else hmm. uh and what makes this what makes the which is a whole and this is an, another open question what makes the explanation of the why or why we're here satisfactory yeah because i don't know who's watching us i don't know who asked the question so yeah. it's a question that everybody asks themselves except that i can only offer a satisfactory answer to that within the frame of reference that is valid to the person that is listening Mm-hmm. So uh, to use a, 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 a an easy example, I guess, but this is just going back to what we were talking about, about belief in religion. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of opinion, belief, religion going on these days, too. Mm-hmm. But if I offer an explanation of why we are here, that is science based, that won't satisfy the people who believe in God and mm-hmm. who believe who maybe literally believe that God created the earth. Then there's a lot mm-hmm. of other people. I think they're probably a majority these days, although I don't know who believe in God, but also believe that, you know, there's the Big Bang and that happened too. So believe in God and science at the same time, which is also the magic of <clears throat> human belief is um, uh, it, it's extraordinarily strong, extraordinarily personal, and mm. a belief doesn't need any kind of proof, which is if you go mm. back to the definition of belief, sorry about that. If you go back to the definition of belief, it is the feeling that something is true. Oh, really? That's it's what a, definitely belief is a feeling. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's an intimate belief, uh, uh, feeling. Actually, well, I, I'm pretty sure uh, I know because I looked at that when I was chatting about it with my brother. We're going a little bit away, but no, we're not. <clears throat> it, I mean, but that's the whole point. But that's really interesting. Belief. It's a state of mind or a habit. Um, all right. So here, this is Merriam-Webster. Definition of belief, a state or habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. Mm -hmm. There was something that I had seen about a feeling. Maybe it was, maybe it was another word. But that idea of trust and confidence, like it's 
because oh, the trust it, of confidence is there yeah the yeah, conviction of oh, conviction of the truth that's the one it's conviction conviction yeah this which is the third it's conviction of the truth of some statement or the reality of some being or phenomenon especially when based on examination or evidence uh, or something that is accepted considered to be true or held as an opinion something you believe all right i remember seeing something related that had that had to do with like the the feeling of something to be true or to be correct i can't remember what word, what word it was because if we if we like i think what might be behind the question of why are we here is what leads to people believing something or having a belief is without without having a structure or without having a belief system or whatever it is that we could actually construct our lives around it becomes very difficult to function and i think what i in my opinion and the for teenagers for people in school for the question of why are we here that's a that i think it goes well with who am i there's a whole process of discovery that goes with being in school being a teenager of like who am i in the world what am i about what is the world about why are we here yeah and that and that process doesn't always give satisfactory answers and no and it's a tough one it's a, it's an it's a it's a lifelong research mm -hmm. which we talk about regularly about knowing yeah. yourself um yeah and of course, why are we here comes with it. It's just a natural question to be asking yourself. I would say it's not necessarily worth, I mean, it is worth looking at. It's not mm -hmm. worth delving into for all that yeah. long, I don't yeah. think necessarily, yeah. because it doesn't lead to anything. Hmm. Now, some people will completely disagree with me and say, no, 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 that it's really important to have a why. But I'm mm -hmm. like, well, it depends what we're talking about. So, for example, if I'm doing a piece of work and I'm selling something and I'm building a strategy for a client, it's usually important that I have some kind of reason why. Okay. Reason why suggesting going in a different direction. Now, some people, and I know uh, function like that, some people function like that in my field of work or in a lot of fields of work, uh, and they're going to just disagree with me because they think maybe I'm completely crazy, but... Um, some people really think there is one explanation and no other. So they're looking for the right one. Okay. To, for example, how, let's say, how somebody buys a product or how somebody buys a chocolate bar at a given time. And if yep. you do the right research, you will find the right answer. Uh, I generally believe that everything's contextual and everything lives within the environment that they're operating in. So what matters to the behavior of say buying that chocolate bar uh matters in so far as the objective of the meeting that we have to build the brand in question so i will look for the explanation that makes sense and that is mm -hmm. uh that offers a reason why but i mm -hmm. don't believe that is the ultimate one because i don't think there is one so does that mean there are people you know who think that once they found the answer that's the answer and then that's it i think so I'm wow. not entirely sure, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that. some people really, really look for the right answer to something, and then uh, they, they believe there is just one. And I, I tend to not then believe if there's, that. If there's evidence which is a, a, just challenges their, their opinion, they're going to have to restructure everything. Probably, yeah. Wow. And that's, okay. So this is... And I could be wrong. This is from hearsay and... There was just out of a Twitter exchange with a couple of people about 
uh, about this idea of why that I still need to write about, which we'll see if this um, call is useful. I yeah, no, I, well, to, I, I need to get back to writing stuff. I haven't done any of my playful strategy videos for weeks. I've been in Wisconsin just teaching for the month of October, preparing classes and teaching, and it took a lot of time. Uh, teaching and I also can went away your life weekends, away. But... You've got to be careful about that. You really need strong boundaries, otherwise it will take over your life. So this is one of the reasons why I do things like this podcast, this live stream, thing, things like writing, things like out, other than teaching. That's why I do other stuff. Otherwise, teaching would just take over everything. Yeah, and it's not even a full time for me. It's not even a full time job at all. But I'm spending a lot of time on it. Yeah, you want to like boundaries are really important. I think they're really important, especially, particularly with teaching, particularly. So, but it, but this is this whole thing about why, like the, I think it, I think it might point to that human beings want a reason for everything. They want yeah. an explanation, and they want the quick one. Maybe it's even more so now with the internet and with the way life is and opinions, everyone wants a quick explanation. Yeah, last time we were talking about messy. the shallows and, and the search mm -hmm. engine it created culture. It was funny because I told that I, I told that to some students. One of them didn't like that at all. <laughs> but uh, or at least there was some lively debate after that, which was interesting. It was good. Um, but yeah, we created a culture by which there is an answer to any of our questions, um, mm -hmm. which is interesting. And then And then there's another way to answer just the overall why are we here, uh, which is down to the selfish gene and or sapiens, uh, the Harari book, or, or just Richard Dawkins is just that, you know, the a living organism is there to multiply and the genes want to multiply. So the reason you're here wondering about why life is, is just really to have more of our species on the planet. Yep. Uh, and the species, just like any gene, any gene, the gene, the job of the gene is to to go forth and multiply, prosper, multiply, uh, and it will. That's the argument of the selfish gene, if I remember correctly. It's just it's going to find any habitat, and the habitat is just our bodies or any other species. Um, it, like the, that reminds me in the point about sapiens from Harari. If you look purely at this at the level of the gene. Uh, wheat and corn have done extremely well in working with human beings and spreading across the whole um, agriculture and just like having way more wheat and corn than was normally going to be possible by yeah. naturally uh, by trying to naturally spread. Now I'm giving yeah. uh, intention to wheat and corn, but, but um, I'm, I'm repeating what he said. So he was giving intention to wheat and corn, but that's kind of the premise of the selfish gene is to say that, is to say that, well, the job of the gene is to multiply. So really the real, the reason that you're here is to just to have more of this, the human homo sapiens genes around. Yep. He says a similar thing in guns, germs, and steel, which is by Jared Diamond, which is an amazing book. I bought it for my dad. It's just one of those far-reaching books, and Harari refers to it, and it's a similar kind of idea that the. Somebody was telling me about Jared Diamond as well in another book, I think. Yeah, he wrote another book called Collapse about how civilization. Yeah, somebody was telling me to read that. I talked is, about that with a friend. And whenever I hear, of, whenever I think, whenever I think about collapse, I do think of Minecraft, and like you have a certain amount of resources to survive, and if you, like one of my pupils was telling me about playing minecraft in like super hardcore mode where you have i don't know how familiar you are with minecraft but the whole thing is that you can play in survival mode 
okay. and you have a one of the first things you've got to do is like use the resources around you like trees or whatever to craft a shelter and build a shelter so you can survive and if you don't survive through the night monsters appear and just kill you so like zombies and skeletons and all that kind of stuff so you can play minecraft in super hardcore mode where you've got you're on an island and you've got one tree and the you've got to use one tree to build what you need and then survive from there and Jared, I think Jared Diamond is a really interesting thinker because he's like he I think he's got multiple professorships in geography and anthropology and all sorts of stuff. And I thought Guns, Jones and Steel was an amazing book. And he makes a similar point about wheat being or yeah, like giving intention to, to wheat and corn and how effectively they've managed to spread and work with humanity and how the domestication of agriculture the domestication of of crops but also animals has led to like the way the planet is and how things are spread and all that kind of stuff amazing book i remember one of my pupils years ago said to me sir have you read guns jordan steel and i'm saying no and you go you have to read it you have to read it it would be on at me for ages i never read it while he was still at school and i finally read it and i can see why because it's amazing i actually think slightly controversially i actually think it's better than sapiens but oh, cool. no 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 it's great i need to read more books to be honest i'm reading a i'm finishing a small book called uh, zen in the art of archery which is awesome oh wow i'm 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 reading um i'm reading my, my a brother was telling love. me about a book called the humankind or something like that I, oh, I, I like a that premise one. that we're all good and we're we're kind uh, by profound nature or something like that with a lot of I examples can, apparently this is pretty cool i've um i've been reading a return to love which i think is amazing very spiritual semi-religious i'm very spiritual and I do, I do believe in god but not in the conventional like in the sky type thing it's more akin to and you're going to laugh or you might laugh because i've said this before to my pupils but in general it's more akin to the idea of the force that's kind of how i think of things like there's a there's a it sounds like there's something animist about it so you think there's like some kind of life force in all things yeah yeah yeah, and, and we're part of it and we're involved in it and that kind of is a creation. does like, it have it's, consciousness? It's a co-creation. Uh, only or as much intense? as we do. Only as much as we do. And we're as all a collective of, unconscious? Yeah. It's I like, like one that big kind of, kind of thing that we're all part of together. And wh however, whether the humanity destroys itself or not, life will continue life is life will just keep going but i don't believe that there is any inherent like purpose and reason and why to life other than what i choose to create yeah which and, is why the uh the question why is a is a is yes. a tricky one particularly yes. for yes. yourself if you wonder why we're here yes. you have the the selfish gene explanation which is one among different ones but the, mm -hmm. it's not extremely satisfying when you're thinking about yourself and why I'm here, or why we're here all together. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're not really here for anything. It's just like you get to choose who you want to be and what you want to be about. But I do and think if you want to, young... if you want a reason why you can, you get to create it for yourself. That, that's that's with what exactly you've got. You have to, well, yeah. with, with what, with the, with what you've got. So with the, the, uh, the pieces of the puzzle or the chessboard that you have available, yeah. Which, which is like where you're born, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your friends, your, you know, 
you just you don't you don't get to you don't get to choose like a, a, the Trump family because you're not you're not them. But the, but I do think what you're saying amount of money. <laughs> that point that For point example. of choice yeah that point of choice I think is really important because I think a lot of people wait to be told why wait to be told their why they don't I think it's very difficult for some people to want to be responsible for or to want to create it themselves most people don't want to be responsible that's why we give power to like a few people arguably arguably uh or also that um uh i was gonna i had another idea on that point it'll come back to you it'll come back to you so uh, while it comes back to you one of the things that i've been the reason i'm doing november and the reason that i'm i've been thinking a lot about why and who i am and why we here is because on september the 17th this year i was diagnosed with testicular cancer and then i had surgery to remove the cancer it was removed the prognosis is really good i'm i'm doing okay i had a meeting with the cancer doctor and and he says yes your chances of survival and your chances of getting it are pretty low and we were able to treat it, you'll be fine. So having been through all of that and the, the questioning myself and questioning why am I here, I was even for a bit asking myself the question, why did this happen to me? Which is so pointless as to be useful. But it's a natural question that it would come up. It's important to say. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. It's important to say, why me? That, that is a natural question. But I very quickly realized that that would lead to nothing <laughs> very helpful at all so I was like oh, that's that's kind of because if I did ask that and I did spend a lot of time thinking that it would I'd be bitter and twisted every day like because I'd be trying to figure out why why it happened to me and I'm not bitter and twisted and I said to my wife it'd be really easy for us to be bitter and twisted about life because we, we don't have children and that's something we'd love to have as well yeah. and and, and we're not bitter. She says, we're not like that. And I'm really glad that we're not. But I think that that question, why me, is not very helpful. The question, why are we here, is only useful in if you create your own answer and you're willing to say, this is who I am. But even then, why are we here becomes, who am I? Yeah. Who am I going to... If I, I, you're also I, placing I thought, the... When you say, why are we here... You're placing the onus somewhere, someplace else. Yes, yes. So you're you're assuming that there's a you're you're not, but the the why says there's got to be an explanation somewhere out there with somebody or with something that is not placing the responsibility on yourself. And that is that that is so well explained, and that's kind of what I was trying to say. And to bring it to make it really tiny and tangible, I've started to really look at. And I'm sure most of us do. What do I put on my social media profile as who I am? Who am I? What do I write there? And I've added in surviving testicular cancer as like, because so, that's, to me, that's, that's who I am. That's, that's what's going on. That's, and, I, and I am, and everything's looking really good and I'm back to work and everything's fine. And it's interesting that the way people relate to me is different. And something that's happened that really ties into this why am I here thing is um, why are we here thing is people at work have said to me, we've missed you. And then I think, not in a bad way, 
or good way, just in a, in a in an interesting way. Like, okay, they said they missed me. What have they missed me for? What value do I provide? What do I bring to my school that has meant that people have missed me? So I actually started asking people, like, what did you miss about me? And some people have said, like, the way you question things. Other people have said the cheekiness. So I I found that a really useful question to start looking at well, what do I bring and I, and I think that might even be a more useful question than why are we here what can I bring to this who am I in you know what rather than why am why are we here like maybe what can I bring I don't know if that makes sense what no, it value I mean I think, I think it, it makes sense as much as like asking for you know who you are or yeah I think it makes sense who, I think what what can I bring to the table is kind of like what or what am I bringing to the table? What am I making as a difference? Or even though it's very generic to say that mm. with everything that's going on. So you get to ultimately create why you're here. Now, there's also just different. There's a lot of different. Some people just don't believe in that as well. They, they, they'll, they'll think we're wrong to say that, which mm. I'm like, my great. Just suit yourself. You can go find your answer somewhere else if you want. Um, but yeah, that's the best I've got, I think. I think I do think there's a bit of a, a, a rising wave of challenge, disaffection, cynicism on the part of younger people. And they're looking for that. And certainly in my class, they see that. And the, a couple of interactions I've had in school have been in, in class, with a class, have been very much like, what can one person do? What can I, I can't do anything. What's the point? Like, why are we here? Like, just like, I'm just, we're just going to die anyway. Why? Why? It's also and, a very teenage question to ask yourself. Yeah. Um, it is. Which makes total sense. It's, it, and, and it, I mean, I've had those kinds of questions, and, and they don't totally disappear when you're not a teenager anymore. Yeah. Yesterday night, I watched the, um, uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, Sticks and Stones stand up from last year on Netflix. Oh, I think funny. I've seen bits of it. He's great. Seen live. Seen live. Great. He's very good. I've never seen him live, but the opening. I don't think I'm giving anything away from. I'll just give you the opening because it's just it seems very appropriate to what you're talking about, uh, and it's you know I, I can't do it as well as he's done it because he's so dark yeah. and he's just yeah. fantastically how dark he is, but how he laughs at everything at the same time. It made me laugh like big time. But he opens his show by talking about um, Anthony Bourdain. Ah. And the fact that that guy had the, the, the most amazing, amazing dream job you could ever wish for. Mm. Traveling the world, meeting amazing people, eating the most delicious foods, yeah. exploring things. Yeah. And he yeah. killed himself. Yeah. And then he goes on a tangent, talks about a bunch of other stories. Well, one main one, and talks about this guy he knew when he was a kid black dude and basically he describes i can't remember the details but he describes a rough life right yeah uh, and and that he caught up with this guy who was a 45 year old uh had a difficult life managed to find a job as a manager of a fast food joint or something along those lines right uh something that you nobody wishes to be when they're 45 hmm. and he's like well that that guy didn't kill it didn't kill himself it probably never occurred to him either <laughs> even though probably you should because of the shitty life <laughs> yeah 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 
Um, so I don't know that that helps particularly with a teenage angst, but existentialist angst, well, there's a lot of philosophers that wrote about it. I mm. think going back to what we said earlier, why are we here? There's a certain value to be asking the question, but from a scientific, scientific detached perspective, because you will discover things on the way, then yes, do ask yourself that question and go and look read some philosophers, read some existentialists and Sartre and Camus and other ones. Um, Have you read any of those? A, a few. I'd like to read more. I, I've, I've read some books of Camus and, and Sartre. Existentialism and humanism is the big small. So have you thing. sat in a Parisian cafe smoking a cigarette reading them with a nice the cool house? I mean, probably at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I think. I've not sat in any cafe philosophy, yeah, philosophy cafes like to discuss these things particularly, no, no. Um, but uh, yeah, so just like taking that as, a, as I was saying, like a scientific endeavor with a little bit of a step back, not attaching yourself to the mm -hmm. whole thing. Like, why am I here? What mm -hmm. am I, what is my purpose? What is my meaning? Mm -hmm. um, not that mm -hmm. this is a wrong question to be asking, as I said, but it is, I, I think there's a whole, a lot more value to think about who you are and the why you can go for, look for explanations, but know that there's not one final single one. <clears throat> mm. uh, and if you read and if you find out a few books or if you listen to us, or, or, you know, you might get some directions for things to read that are explanation, rational, why, reasons, research, etc., that are very interesting and you'll discover new things about yourself and about the world on the way. Uh, you know, poetry is another one to go to that is just pure art that has that doesn't need an, a, a rational scientific explanation because it's just the pleasure and the beauty is in the yeah. words uh, is in the words themselves. So you get something and you get a perhaps arguably a um, a link to something bigger, like what you were talking about, is describing some kind of like life force or the force or something like that. You get connected, perhaps, to something that seems to be bigger, and I think some people look for that. Um, but that is something that is constructed. You might inherit it. You might inherit it. So being raised in a particular kind of uh, religion or and a set of mm -hmm. beliefs, and you probably have some kind of set of beliefs from your parents and from your environment. Um, so that's something that's a bit of a, it can be either an anchor to go back to that is a bit of solace or depending on your circumstances, it might be the opposite of that. It might be something that is burdening yep. you, in which case you can go look for something else that makes more sense to you. Um, again, that's a really good like, point about art. Yeah. Art, art can really connect with something with a why in a very on a deep level. Like I, collaging I found like really helpful because especially with with, with using images and color one one because I kept up it's collaging. also, no, also nonverbal it's you expressing yeah. nonverbal yeah, yeah. stuff out of your head which is uh, which can be great it's like different avenues because depending on wh how well that works for you some people it works really well to have a rational explanation of why and they'll be satisfied with that some others won't and maybe art is another direction to go in yeah, because the creative process I found really interesting, playing guitar and playing. So recently I've started recording, like creating a chord progression or the basis of a song and recording it. So what I do is I actually press record and then play something and it morphs into an idea of a song and I keep that. 
and I've got like 25 different ideas that could be the basis of, of a song. But it's there's something scary about, but it feels a bit like jumping into the unknown where I'm playing something, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. And I have the same experience when I'm collaging. It's, a, it's like an exploration of like, where's it going to go? Sometimes it has been very intentional. So I, I did one collage and I posted it. I have a blog of my collages. I posted it on social media. I deliberately, there's something called um, Blue Chicks Color Wheel, where different colors express different emotions. And I deliberately picked some very sad, depressed kind of colors. Mm-hmm. And I found this very striking image of uh, a guy, a prisoner, a guy in prison and an inmate. And he's like covering his head and he's just squatting on the floor. I had that in the middle and I deliberately picked all these very down beat sad colors and put them all around it mm. and i remember when i posted it on social media it got this load of comments and reaction and likes and like text and like whatever and i was really surprised it was really it took me completely by surprise and i've done another one my experience of like testicular cancer and dealing with it and the and again, it was an idea. I picked some very stark imagery and put it on there and used some colors and stuff. So I'll be posting that soon. But the, there's something that connects for me to something bigger when in the process of create creativity. And I don't think young people really get to explore that very much. Because even if you're doing art, it's like within the structure of the syllabus. Like it's, you, know, you have to do this, you have to do that. In school, you have to do this, you have to do that. And like, there's, so and I also think, if you do anything, social media or whatever, I think there's a, for a lot of people, a utilitarian thing. As in to like have more followers, to have success, uh, to yeah, have yeah. rather than, rather than, and but some people will just create, you know, I don't know, like TikTok videos for the fun of it. But a lot of, well, and maybe the vast majority of people do that. I don't know. I was wondering how many people, you know, maintain or publish things in order to have a certain image and profile. And there, well, maybe I think only a few people. I don't know. So, no, nah, well, certainly at school, what I've seen with the pupils is they were interested in when I put up my YouTube channel and like I think I put up yours as well on the screen, whatever. They were interested in the number of subscribers, the number of views, the number of likes. Like how many follow, followers do I have on Instagram? How many followers do you have on Twitter? Like it's, there is currency to that. And of course, of course. ultimately nobody, it doesn't mean anything really. Well, you so know that, also that there's like a lot of bots. Yeah. And, and yeah. not fake followers, but just people, you know, you can buy, you can buy followers. Yeah. Maybe I should, because it's true that when you have a lot, it looks good. People are like, Ooh, this is really a credible person. They have a lot of followers. You can't help it. You cannot help it. You just, you will think that. And we are in an episode of Black Mirror now. Straight away. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched much of that, have you? Not much. I need like... to watch more. Yeah. It's, but you're like the, massive... the news are just, the, and the world is already <laughs> depressing enough as it is. So. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't like, you don't read really like horror films, do you? No, you don't, I don't. That's not your I thing. Don't. Yeah. I still haven't watched Get Out, but I heard another perspective on it. Some other people told me it was just really bad and I could just watch it because it's just a crap movie anyway. Who said that? (laughs) My sister and my my brother-in-law. I was was about to say, are they rich and white? Uh, They're not rich, no. 
They're white. <laughs> they're not rich. Uh, they're white. Uh, he's also extremely knowledgeable about cinema. And he was like, yeah, that's just a pale copy of another movie from previous years. I was like, really? Which film, though? Uh, he thought it was just like a, another version of the Stepford Wives, but rather than being about women, it's about black people and white I mean, fragility, of course. But he and he just thought it was badly acted, and it was just and and he, you know, he he, he does stand for controversial opinions sometimes of like movies where everybody's like, "Oh my God, that's amazing," and he's like, "Yeah, no, that's not very good." Come on. It is. It was. I mean, I was watching it, and it was very. It, I haven't seen Stepford Wives, but it, it does have that same feel about it. But it's when you when you translate it and look at another issue that way, it does have a different fire. But it's, it's very other. It's very cool. I, I heard very good things from a lot of people, so I just haven't gotten around to watching it. Yet. But if you're if you're not into horror and you you don't like that whole thing about being scared, then no, <laughs> you, might, you might not want to watch it. Same with um, same with Black Mirror though. I think Black Mirror is amazing. I think Black Mirror is amazing. The few episodes I've seen, oh, but it's one God. of, you know, it's always like, oh, I should totally watch another one. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really depressing, isn't it? It is a bit hard to watch multiple episodes in a row. I don't think, like, you have to kind of be in the mood for it because it is pretty depressing. And, and just you- like horror movies, there's a lot of things where I'm rarely in the mood unless somebody else shows them. And I usually don't regret if it's a mo- if it's a good movie, I'm, I'm happy I watched it, but I will rarely put myself in the mood by myself um, yeah well black mirror sometimes but you know it was also because friends were like no no no, just look at this one it's really good and and i was like yeah it is really good it's also kind of like messed up but yeah really good it is, well yeah and it, it does and i feel like make... i should have i should have watched all the black mirror episodes because of my interest and in the work i do and etc yeah me too and i haven't watched them all and it does make me although it does after watching an episode i do feel like why I did very much like the question, why are we here? Like, is the world that messed up? Are we really being manipulated or like, explore, like it just, you end up thinking all these things from just, and I think that's what great art does, right? It allows that kind of exploration, a bit like this question, it allows that kind of exploration or this, or even this very podcast live stream. What we're providing is this opportunity to explore a big question. Yeah. And go from tangents and teach. Yeah. Teaching tangents. Well, I hope your pupil will be happy with the answer. I'm not sure this was very satisfying. I'm not entirely sure. But well, that said, good. I think it's difficult to tackle such a broad question that everybody has at one point or another in their life and provide a, a ultimately satisfying answer for everyone, which is kind of repeating what I said earlier, depending on the frame of reference of the person watching or listening this, they'll find okay. it more or less to their tastes i suppose yeah i think we've reached a natural conclusion point there i think we have yeah yeah great subscribe to this channel leave yeah, a subscribe like it leave comments send questions, questions to james so that i don't see them yeah i'm going to be collecting more this week i should be able to get more cool much more i'll go i just i mostly I go in the sixth form common room and usually I'm getting ready for a lesson or something and I'll say something annoying and then I'll get loads of questions. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's mostly what I do. I think maybe that's what they missed. They missed someone who interacts with them and asks them stupid stuff. Or sorry, not stupid, interesting stuff. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Great. Willem.
Fantastic. Have a great Sunday. Thank you.